back to another episode of the Pro Series Podcast. This is episode 76 with Josh Ryan. Josh Ryan is a New Zealand social media expert. He helps people all around the world, help them with their social media following on YouTube, Instagram, you name it, he knows it. We talk about a lot about YouTube, um, how to grow on YouTube, how, his story on how he grew on YouTube. And then also we touch on a little bit of Instagram and other social media platforms. But if you are looking to find a way to grow on these platforms, this is the episode for you. Um, but before we go into this episode, please like, subscribe, and review this podcast on wherever you listen to podcasts. And now I hope you enjoy episode 76 with Josh Ryan. Thank you so much, Josh, for hopping on the Pro Series podcast today. Excited to talk to you about all things social media-wise, especially YouTube and Instagram. Awesome. Thanks for having me, man. Happy yeah. to be here. Awesome. You're coming, you're in New Zealand, right? Sure am. Yep. Yes. So we're shooting, it's nighttime here. It's 8 p.m. here in the States. It's it's like 1 o'clock your time? Yeah, it's 2 p.m. here, uh, the oh. day ahead, so it's Thursday here. Oh, how's the yeah. food? <laughs> it's awesome. It's looking good. <laughs> well, I always start off the episode on um, how I found the person. I I can't remember. I think it was probably the Explore page. I love the um, carousel um, posts where people explain stuff on social media on how to build social media, and I think that's how I found you. You have a lot of that content on your page which I love because I'm always love learning on how to grow my own page, but also to help other people out. So um, thank you for creating that. That's a great um, tool for people like myself. No worries, man. Glad it, um, glad it's helpful. That's why we put the time into creating that stuff and, you know, sharing the secrets of what we learn. Absolutely. What, how did you start this? Have you always been into social media? Did you go to school for social media? How, how did that all work? So I actually started like what's known as like a theme page on Instagram. So it's like, didn't have my face on it, but it was based around a certain topic. So you see those for like lots of different niches, fitness, sports, comedy, like meme pages. I just started one when I was 15. Um, so eight years ago, okay. um, that was like, just, it was almost like a vision board sort of style thing. It was just things that inspired me, like cool quotes, cool travel pictures, houses, cars, like just interesting things shared some of that stuff didn't think much of it and then i like reached out to this dude who at the time had like about two hundred thousand followers nowadays he's got like 10 million so he's done well but um i just asked him if he could promote my page to just so like i could gain a few hundred followers sort of thing and i didn't think much of it but he turned around and he's like yeah of course but it'd be like fifty dollars to get mentioned in the caption of a post and he was posting like three four times a day and i was like hang on a minute like you're just posting quotes on social media and then people are paying you like 50 us dollars which is like 80 new zealand um to get mentioned in the caption and i was just like interested by that like this person had this full-time income coming from just a social media page mm -hmm. uh, and that was 2015 before there was influencer marketing was well known and all of that and from that point on, I just got really interested in it. And I just spent a ton of time like learning, like, and just trying things out. Like I, I didn't take it seriously before then for the couple of months. And then when I realized it was like this cool business behind the scenes, I was just intrigued and went for it. And so I did about three years of building these theme pages across travel, motivational quotes, a bunch of different niches. Um, and 
sometimes in fashion and so on as well. Bunch of different pages, three years doing that. Finished high school and I was like, I'll give myself a year to either make this happen or I can just go do something else. Um, and so I went all in for that year, started working with clients and that's where things started doing well and got to the point I was making a full-time income from it. Okay. And after that year is when I sort of started posting content myself, like with my face on it. So I started YouTube first and just started putting up videos, sort of explaining how things worked and how we're getting results. And then more recently that Instagram page. So I've been, yeah, doing this full time for about five years now I have YouTube, Instagram, where I'm putting out most of my content and yeah, didn't go to school for it. Just learned it all through meeting people, listening to podcasts like this, looking at YouTube videos, you know, networking, just a yeah. lot of trial and error. That's awesome. So when you say you, when you first got out of high school and you were helping clients, were you helping clients in the way of promoting their pages or helping them with their social media and helping them grow? So it was a bit of both. Um, we like prior to that, I'd sold promotions on my page. So people would come to me and they'd like pay me $50, $60 to like make a post promoting their content. So it might be like a motivational speaker and they come to me on a motivational page and they're like, Hey, we'll pay you 50, $60 to post this clip and promote us. Uh, but then when I started the agency, it was that, but it was also the advice around what content they should be posting. Cause it's all well and good to pay someone with an audience to promote your stuff. But if you don't have the right content on your page, you haven't optimized it in the right way. When those people land on your page, you're not going to get any followers. You're not going to get new clients. And like, it's kind of going to be a waste of money and you're not going to get that organic growth. Whereas yeah. if you start dialing that in, you get to grow organically, you're getting more growth, you're getting more customers, et cetera. And so when I went full-time is when I made that switch from just promoting people to promoting people, but then also helping them with their content on their page as well. Okay. That's interesting because usually when I post, I'll have like in the first like five seconds, it's like, Maybe it's a geotag that I'm using or a hashtag. I have someone that's trying to promote my post, like say, like send it, send me a DM of this post and I'll promote it. But I always feel like that's a bot because like when I go on yeah. that page, it looks like a bunch of fake stuff. So funnily enough, I actually talked, um, I was on, a f on the phone call with a, a consultant client yesterday and he said he was getting a bunch of those. And I looked at the page that they were saying to promote it on. And like, they had like 2 million followers, all of which were fake. Uh, and so I imagine what these pages are doing is uh, like spamming out every time people post using a certain hashtag or location. It's like DM this page for a promotion. And then they might pay that page $50 for a promotion, but it's all fake followers. So you don't really gain anything, but they're making a quick buck off it. So they might get three or four or five promotions a day and they might be making a few hundred dollars from that. But not good for you. You shouldn't be doing those. Yeah. I, I've never answered yeah. them. They usually DM me as well. I just usually just delete them. I was just always curious on that. I know some people, yeah. it works out on some accounts like yours. Um, but so yeah. let's get into YouTube. Um, YouTube is a topic that I've never really talked about on the podcast because I just never had a guest that was very um, knowledgeable about it. What, I mean, most of the time... I'm, I say, I would say I'm bigger on Instagram than anything else, just because that's where I spend the most of my time, but how, yeah. and what do, advice do you have for someone that 
doesn't really know YouTube, doesn't know how to work it, or just doesn't even know where to start? So the first thing I would say about YouTube is it's much more of a long game than other platforms. Like it's a lot harder to get those initial thousand subscribers, for example, than it is on the likes of Instagram. But then once you build that asset, it's much more powerful than any other platform. So it's like very much the start, you're way behind every other platform. Like if you spent three months growing every platform, YouTube will be by far the lowest after those three months. But then 12 months down the line, it can be really, really powerful for your business. I would say for someone starting out to look at doing is go for the low-hanging fruit. Now, the low-hanging fruit is going to be targeting search terms. So trying to create content that answers people's questions. So if you're a business owner, you could just start out with like, what questions do people constantly ask me in my business? And how can I then create a video answering that specific question that you can then put on YouTube? And then when people ask you that question, you can send that video to them, but also random people from all over the world, every single minute of every single day are going to be searching for that. So like one of my videos that's done well is about how to get verified on Instagram. And so every single day, people are going to be searching for that. They're going to find that video. They're going to watch it. Mm -hmm. and, and then you don't sort of have to trick any algorithm. You just have to figure out like, what is your target market searching for and create a video that solves that problem, that question and get it out there. Um, that's one of the places that I would start to just build up that initial audience because similar to other platforms, it's going to be hard for a video to go viral mm -hmm. uh, without an audience. And so to build that audience, I'd really target those searchable videos, searchable content. And the good thing is about that is you can post a video today and it can get views every single day for the next three or four or five years. Like I've got videos about how to create a, piece of content for Instagram, like how to use Canva that still gets like a hundred views a day. And I film and I posted it like three years ago. And so it still brings in income, still brings in leads three years later, which you just don't get with any other platform. No, it kind of gets lost on your feed. Yeah. And what's your advice? On, so I'm trying to wrap my mind around it. Cause YouTube is just, it just doesn't make sense to me for the most part. Um, yeah. I'm so used to how I got my, growth or how I, I continue to grow on Instagram um, is I connect with a lot of people, um, meaning like I, I comment a lot or I'll message people. I just just try to connect with people, kind of like a LinkedIn type of deal, um, like-minded people like me. And that's kind of how it got to where it is. But on YouTube, it just, you follow people and stuff, but you don't really have a news feed because it gets lost in other stuff that you're listening to, like you know, music or um, TV show interviews, like all that stuff. How do you not get lost in all of that? Um, and because you're not on constantly on someone's feed. So, I mean, you can still pop up in someone's feed with new regular content. Okay. Um, but I think for a lot of business owners, they're probably going to be better off just targeting that search term. So if you reverse engineer, like who you're trying to reach, like who would be the main person you're trying to reach with your paid products? Like as an example, uh, like for yourself, yeah. Oh, um, probably anybody in the home renovation world or wanting to do a home renovation. Yeah. And so what are you helping them with? You're helping them with how to then do that home renovation. Yes. Design it. Yeah. Kind of hold their hand throughout the whole process. Yeah. So I bet there's like 
I have no experience in that niche, but I, I imagine straight off the bat, there's hundreds of questions yeah. that people would want to know in that from what paint to use to what are the most valuable things to look at renovating first if you're trying to make a profit to all of these different things, like things that are worth, thing, things that are going to cost a little bit that'll make a big return, things that'll cost a lot that'll make a small return. Like there's all of these videos like how to do this that you could create that those people would then be searching for on YouTube. They come across your video and then all of a sudden they're like in your ecosystem and they might reach out wanting more um, more information and that's how you can get them into your business because it's just a random person on the internet that searches like what's the best light bulbs value for money when renovating a home, your video pops up, they have a watch, they like your style, they get something out of it, it helps them and then when they want like more help, who are they most likely to reach out to? Most likely you and so that's where I think most businesses would get the most benefit you can try go viral on YouTube and it does work, but it is a lot harder and requires a lot more like skill than just creating videos that answer people's questions. Yeah. So when it comes to YouTube, uh, you know, they introduced shorts a couple of years ago. What is the benefits of that? Is that showing up on your feed as well once you go onto YouTube? Because I don't think I've seen it. I've seen it on the app, but I don't know if it's on my computer. Um, I get, I get it suggested on my computer. Um, okay. so they can get suggested there. And when you click on one, it's similar to reels or TikTok and the fact that you sort of swipe through them. Um, so it's just another way to try and get more reach. I haven't experimented a ton with reels. We've used it for some clients. So it's just helped help get more reach to what mm -hmm. they're trying to do. Uh, but yeah, I haven't done a ton with them yet. That's sort of the next thing we're diving really into. Yeah. And what's your advice on cross? Um, like maybe, so what, when I have a post that goes out, I, I post it on literally every platform, the same exact post, same wording, same everything, you know, Twitter might change a little bit because of the characters, the amount of characters you're allowed to do, but I've heard it hurts you or it's harder to get a uh, reach on different platforms. If you post the same exact thing, is that true at all? Yeah, I mean, there's definitely a bit of truth to that. Like you want to make sure what you're doing is optimized for that platform because okay. different things work well on different platforms. Um, just just the nature of how they are. So like I might post a YouTube video and that's going to work really well on YouTube. But if I post that same video on Instagram, that's going to be 10 minutes long explaining on people how to do something. They're probably not going to watch it. And so instead... I'll turn that YouTube video into a carousel, like the ones that you said you've seen on my profile. So for example, I posted a video recently about how to use chat GPT to grow your Instagram. If I posted on Instagram, it wouldn't have done well. So we turned it to a carousel with the exact same headline, use chat GPT to explode your growth on Instagram. And then we went through the same sort of key points. Now it wasn't as in depth as we could do on YouTube, but we sort of summarized all of that. And so we've then optimized that for Instagram and that one did really, really well. That's got like 3,300 likes and brought in hundreds, maybe even a thousand plus followers from that post because we've optimized it that way. And then I might go ahead and record a 30 second video like version of that. That's really mm -hmm. short and to the point. And then that could go really, really well on TikTok. So it is a lot more work to be able to do different content for different platforms. Okay. Uh, but it does pay off 
I would almost suggest hitting one or two platforms really hard starting out. And then when you want to go to more platforms, put a bit of a team in place to be able to help you create the best content you can for the platforms. Okay. Um, now that we're on Instagram, what is the biggest um, mistakes that you're seeing people do as they're trying to grow um, on their own and not be right before they maybe reach out for you for help? Um, what are you seeing them do wrong? Um, I would say a big one is focusing too much on like themselves and not too much on the target audience. So like they're too busy, like just trying to push their brand or their product and they're not too focused on like how they can actually serve the audience they're looking to get in front of. Because if you put that first of like, how can I create content that's really, really useful to these people, you'll get a huge amount of people engaging with your stuff, following what you're up to uh, and, and wanting to work with you because they already know, like, and trust you. Whereas if all of your content is like, I'm so amazing, like come buy this product from me, you're probably not really going to like interest that many people. Um, and I'll say the other one is obsessing too much over like growth hacks. Like too many people are sort of chasing the next like t- trick or secret or so on. Instead of, again, going back to that same point, how can you create the most useful content that best serves your target audience so that when they stumble across it, they love it. They see your posts are like amazing. I learned so much. This is useful. I'm going to follow this person. They see a bunch of your content. And then when they need, you know, to learn more about home renovations or they need a real estate agent in the area, or they need a social media coach, like you're instantly who they think of because you've already given them so much. Okay. And then and if someone that doesn't know what their target audience is looking for, where do they research that? And, or where do they find, um, do they just go on Google? Like maybe the top, um, Google interior design questions or how do they do that? So, I mean, you can look at Google, you can look at like competitors in your niche who've got a decent sized audience. Um, And a lot of it comes down to just questions you get frequently asked. Like if someone's an interior designer full-time, I don't know how many clients they might deal with on a daily basis, but I'm sure they get asked at least two or three or four questions every single day that could be turned into content. And Mm. you don't need to post two or three or four times a day, but like if that's two to three questions a day, five days a week, you've got like 10 to 15 pieces of content you could create that week. Um, That's going to help the people you're trying to reach because those customers in the door are the people you're trying to attract. You're trying to attract more people like them. They've probably got similar questions. They've probably got similar concerns, worries, desires, et cetera. Okay. And then last thing, how is so how can someone reach out to you for like personal help like do you do one-on-one sessions with them um can you help them out with really any of their social media yeah so i do one-on-one consulting but also some done for you services where we'll create the content and edit it and post it out there for people and yeah i mean if people are interested in that just reach out to me on instagram it's just my name it's just josh ryan um Josh Ryan on YouTube as well, but obviously you can't message there. So if you want some free, valuable advice, jump on YouTube. If you want to reach out or get more advice, check me out on Instagram. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Josh, for hopping on today, taking the time out of your day to come on the podcast. Excited to get this out and um, hopefully some people message you from this episode. 
no worries man hopefully that was helpful for those listening and yeah i appreciate uh appreciate you having me